to the Piney Pastors Podcast, the elders meeting after show where we hang out to discuss theology and issues relevant to covenant members at Piney Ridge Church in Wentzville, Missouri. It's like a Bible study, covenant members gathering, elders hang out, and talk show all wrapped up into one. And it's all about making disciples of Jesus Christ. So grab another cup of coffee and let's get started. Welcome or welcome back to the Piney Pastors Podcast. We are on episode number something. I don't know. You think we 50s-ish, have fifties ish? Fifty two maybe. Or something. That's good. Can we passed good? fifty, I know that. Yeah. That's kind of how how I am so with my milestone. age these days. <laughs> like I'm fifty ish. I'm not past, sure past exactly 50. how old I am, but somewhere past fifty. Yes. That's good. <laughs> we'll leave it there. Uh well today. We want to talk about um, what does it mean to be a Baptist? Is Piney Ridge Church a Baptist church? What is that? Um, what does that even mean? Yeah. What does it mean? So let's just start off by asking and answering this question. Wait a minute. Who are yeah. you? Oh, yeah. That's right. We should probably introduce ourselves. Um, me, I am Jason Myers. I am one of the pastors of Piney Ridge Church. And who are you? Uh, my name is Steve Hopton. I'm one of the pastors who shepherds helps to shepherd piney ridge church <laughs> and, and i'm nathan smith i'm just here he's here he's a pastor too because this is the piney pastors right podcast right he's Triple the pastor P. in charge of engineering <clears throat> yeah making us sound not as bad um so what is a baptist what's your what's your take you don't have to give the whole history of Baptist, but just what are some things you know about being a Baptist? Baptists believe that there is one God <laughs> and Indeed. He's that him God back exists to the in three persons. The Baptists believe that man, because of Adam's sin, that we are all born dead in our trespasses and that we need a savior. We cannot save ourselves. We can't do anything about our sinful condition. So Baptists are theists. Yes. And they are Christian. But God, who is rich in mercy because of the great love with which he loved us, has made us alive together with Christ. Mm-hmm. For it's by faith you are saved. And so I think that's uh, that's by grace, the, actually. By grace, you're through saved. Through faith. Through faith, my bad. Let's not confuse that. By Baptists gr- believe that it's by grace. grace through faith. But it's yes. Thank through you. Through faith. It's late. I'm, it's time for my <laughs> nap. <man>. Um, <laughs> so we're saved by grace through faith in Jesus Christ. Alone. Alone. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and there's a lot of other things Baptists so, believe. Real quick, what you just said was that Baptists are theists, Baptists are Christians, and you said specifically here that uh, Baptists are, um, what you were explaining was the Protestants. By grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone, that we are justified, and we stand upon the word of God alone for this, and it mm-hmm. should be all for the glory of God alone that this is... Um, that's how this unfolds. So this is um, talking about the solas of the Reformation. These mm-hmm. are what distinguish Protestants from the Roman Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. So, so that would be part of we would say, yeah, we're all those things. But there are a lot of people who are Protestants who would not consider themselves Baptist. A lot of Christians who would not consider themselves 
Baptist. So what is a distinguishing mark for most Baptists? Um, that would be baptism. Yes. Uh, in name? that, um, Baptists as distinguished from, um, Presbyterians, Lutherans, Presbyterians, other, um, the reformed denomination. There's, there's a lot of different denominations, but, uh, I kind of lump them all together mentally as Presbyterian, <laughs> even though they're, they're not they're exactly, not, yeah. but, um, but the, distinct from them, Baptists believe in credo-only baptism, which, which is means... uh, basically after someone has professed, has believed, um, and has professed that faith, that they would then be baptized, and <clears throat> and we believe that that it it should be after regeneration, not just a bare profession of faith but after yeah you're pointing at me well i was gonna say but you want Presbyterians would believe that too they would just not be credo only right right so right so um the so baptists um we would deny the legitimacy of pedo baptism or baptizing infants or children who are too young to understand and and profess faith mm-hmm. in the gospel. Yeah. So, um that would be the the one of the main distinctions. There are, there are other distinctions in terms of church uh polity leadership between us and Presbyterians also, but um seems like the baptism thing is the one that comes to the forefront most often because of the name. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. But you and you kind of already left the cat out of the bag. You said us and we no, oh. so, I know it. Okay, so um, we at Piney Ridge Church would be on that side of credo only Baptist. We believe that only believers, true believers, should be baptized. Mm-hmm. Um, we think that's important, but we don't think it's so important that we would um, claim that others who disagree with us on that are automatically heretics or non Christians, or that that we right. are brothers and sisters in Christ. Mm-hmm. Correct. Um, that um, there may be some other things that, and there usually are, other things that would make us distinct from Presbyterians or Episcopalians or mm-hmm. uh, whatever else. But um, being uh, credo only in our, you know, baptizing believers only would be the one of the main things. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, but can there be differences between Baptists? Like, so do all Baptists believe the same things or is it really just on the issue of baptism? Well, no, there's the free will Baptists, for example, who um, believe that even after conversion, you can lose your salvation. Mm-hmm. And I don't know exactly how that theology works, but uh, the Nazarenes and the Free Will Baptists are quite similar in that. So that's an mm-hmm. example of a church that has the name Baptist in it that would differ from from us. We believe that once God has saved a person, that that person will persevere to uh, to the end, will reach the promised land, yep. is mm-hmm. saved. And I would dare say that we think that is an even... Um, greater or more important doctrine than the baptizing of yes uh, of, of who to baptize 
Not mm-hmm. that, again, not that right. that's unimportant, but it's right. even right. more central to the gospel itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That God preserves all of his. Um, yeah, okay, so there's there's General Baptist, there's Primitive Baptist, there's American Real Baptist, Landmark Missionary Baptist, American Baptist, yeah. Um, and there are just totally autonomous churches that slap the name Baptist uh, mm-hmm. upon their their sign and uh and by uh, autonomous in there you you mean um not a, not connected to yeah independent not connected to any denomination any other group of churches yeah um there's baptist general conference there's baptist. others yeah okay oh, so that we go. didn't mention berean baptist mm. well there you go yeah. um so there's also though one aspect that is <clears throat> common to most baptists is whether they are southern baptist or general baptist or whatever that they um they believe in the autonomy of the local church mm-hmm. um maybe steve what is what is the autonomy of the local church mean i don't know no <laughs> uh that that the church governs itself for the most part uh rather than the local church yeah the local church yeah, yeah. local church governs itself we aren't we aren't answerable to a a higher, a higher uh, a group of presbyters, for example, or bishops that are over our church mm-hmm. and tell us uh, who our pastors are going to mm-hmm. be and, and things like that. But rather, the church um, governs itself. It's um, financially, it's independent. Um, mm-hmm. It's leadership. The who who their leaders are, what what kinds of uh, programs and things that they have is all decided uh, by the church. Right. So, and who uh, right. their um, pastors will be. Yes. Right. Because um, in a number of other denominations, the local church has a pastor designated to them by a some sort of, you know, over our, board, yeah, whether yeah. it's um, uh, council of bishops or mm-hmm. um, of uh, presbyters in the Presbyterian case, <clears throat> that sometimes those are appointed. And uh, Baptists believe that, depending on that particular church's leadership, um, their understanding of leadership, it might be that the church votes on who the pastor will be, or pastors will be, or um, or the pastors are appointed in other ways. But um, but it's done by the local church, not by an overseeing right. board. Under the lordship of Christ, we should probably yes. add on the foundation well, of the Word of God. Yes. Yeah. And and so we <clears throat> we would make a distinguish a distinguishing um, kind of statement between there is the Methodist Church, there is the Presbyterian Church in America, but there is the there are often Baptist conventions, mm-hmm. not the Baptist Church. So there are Baptist churches individually; they're mm-hmm. each autonomous, self governing, but they are a part of. They still connect with. Other churches that are like-minded, generally speaking. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so, what is what is the idea behind conventions and associations? Why do Baptists do that? To um, do together things that we would not be able to, or would find it difficult to do alone. Like, um, like, like, such as like. the Iraq. <laughs> um, <laughs> That was random. Yeah, you gotta um, <laughs> Like sending missionaries to unreached peoples around the world, mm-hmm. um, it would 
it'd be difficult for many churches. Um, I, I forget what's the number. The uh, the average church, Southern Baptist Church, is how many how many people? Uh, something small, it's like under hundred. Yeah, seventy five or something yeah. like that. Um, so a small church like that would have a hard time supporting a a pastor or pastors, and supporting a missionary full time to be able to live overseas. And so mm. churches giving together are able to um, support not just one missionary, but through thousands of churches and mm-hmm. millions of people giving can support um, thousands of missionaries around the world um, and support missions work within uh, within North America, within Southern Baptist Convention, of which we are a part. Um, we have the North American Missions Board, which focuses on church planting and other mission work within North America. Um, and so, again, supporting a church plant is something that many churches would struggle to do by themselves. Um, but through conventions, through partnerships in that way, uh, through associations, we are able to do that kind of work. Right. And through the national convention, another another big thing that, that uh, Southern Baptists have is, is the support of seminaries. To raise yeah. up mm-hmm. pastors and, and missionaries, and and uh, so that's another thing that the individual church, most individual churches that that aren't mega churches, would mm-hmm. have uh, trouble yeah. Yeah, sustaining. Then, then there's the um, send relief, mm-hmm. which is the um, disaster relief kind of arm of the Southern Baptist Convention. Um, I think it's one of uh, maybe second or third largest in the country. Yeah. Um, for um, helping not just locally but across the world mm-hmm. even um, when there's disasters um, mm-hmm. that they go in and provide um, much needed relief and recovery mm-hmm. and help. Yeah. Um, and there's there's other things. But so we gather together to help plant churches, um, share the gospel, um, bring relief, love. There's um, Baptist Children's Home. Right. Uh, for um, like an orphanage, there there's other things. There's yeah. retirement fund for pastors and mm-hmm. and missionaries as well. So there's a lot of things that go into this. Right, summer camps. Right, mm-hmm. summer camp things just to, to associate together to say, hey, we can lock arms with these like-minded brothers and sisters to do more good in this world and for the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> okay, um, is that is that why? Because um, you, you said that we are Baptist and um, we even associate with and affiliate ourselves with the Southern Baptist Convention. Um, is that why we would call ourselves Southern Baptist? Is that why we um, are a part of that is because that there's a, a greater effort that we can have in this world? Would you say? Uh Yes. I was not one of the planting pastors, so I'll, yeah. I'll leave that to you too. Yeah. I, I think that that is um, a, um, one of the more significant reasons why we are. Um, yeah. I think it's also good and, and humble to, um, to, in a way, submit to the collective, um, collective wisdom of a, a larger body of, of believers to say, um, it's, it's dangerous when a single, you know, autonomous church sort of just forms its own doctrine, uh, apart from any connection to, uh, 
the larger church, the universal church. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> there's often a lot of pride and there's often a lot of error that springs out of that kind of thing. Um, and I don't hesitate to point to Westboro Baptist Church mm-hmm. as an example of that, where it's really... They're not a part uh, of this Right, convention. they're not a part of Southern Baptist Convention. They're, independent, they're yeah. an independent ba- Baptist um, church. You use that term almost loosely. hate to <laughs> use that yeah. word. Um, <clears throat> both Baptist and church. I hate to use in reference to them. Westboro, yeah, I think that's accurate. Yeah, there you go. But <laughs> anyway, um, so I think that also just that willingness to um, to to have a humility and say um, our our understanding of scripture should come in line with uh, other Christians in the world. If not, um, we're saying that we're the only ones with the Holy Spirit, I think, right. and, and there's, there's danger in that. So yeah. there is a broad doctrinal statement that all Southern Baptist churches must uh, subscribe to, and that is the Baptist faith and message. I think the latest version of that is the 2000? Mm-hmm. I believe so. Yeah. But that in itself is built upon other confessional statements throughout the years. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have on our website, we say that that we substantially are in agreement with the Baptist Faith in Master 2000, but also the um, Second London Baptist Confession of Faith from 1689, the Abstract of Principles from 1858. Um, and there would be others as well. We would say, yeah, we, we believe you're saying that... Um, we're not wanting to create something new. We believe that the doctrine we hold to is as old as um, God's word is, and Mm -hmm. we want to hold to it, but we want to clarify in each new generation how to say that in such a way that people understand it and don't misunderstand it. And so it needs to be restated. Um, And so over the, throughout the centuries uh, that has been done and to clarify, we mean this, we don't mean this. We stand for this, but not in this way. Um, mm-hmm. so each individual church even will have a, a different kind of application or, uh, ways of, um, seeing how it plays out. Yeah. And I was just thinking that as you were talking that <clears throat> I think one of the strengths of the Baptist understanding of church government is that, uh, while we have a broad agreement on doctrinal issues, um, and on some things of practice, such as. Uh, credo only baptism that um, understanding of the local church being autonomous does allow for a lot of individual expression uh, cultural um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for adaptation mm-hmm. um, in our practices and applications of certain things uh, so that's a strength it can be I don't know if it's a weakness, but it might be confusing for people, though, um, because there's a lot more similarity in definitely um, more uh, high church. You know, if you go to an Anglican church almost anywhere, you're you're gonna have very similar liturgy. You're gonna right. see similar mm-hmm. things happening. I think it's true in uh, in some Presbyterian denominations i think there's there's in the pca i know there's more yeah um but but it's probably gonna feel a lot more 
okay, this, yeah, this feels like a Presbyterian church. I grew up Presbyterian. This, this feels Presbyterian. You could go to one Baptist church and have an experience and then go to, and even a Southern Baptist church. You go to another Southern Baptist church, maybe in the same town. And it's such a great variety would be completely. Yeah. yeah, It would feel completely different. Hopefully the core doctrines, the core understanding of scripture, but even the way that preaching is approached um, could be completely different. You know, there are a lot of Baptist Southern Baptist churches that preach topically. Um, There are a lot of Southern Baptist churches that preach expositionally. Mm -hmm. So, um, but those things are going to feel very different. Right. And so you might be, you might not recognize it as a Southern Baptist church right. without, especially if it's not in the name, like it's not in our name, um, without digging into, you know, some of the, or asking questions. About. Well, and like, as you said earlier, the flip side of, we want to be humble and um, be accountable and be connected to um, others around us and others throughout history, which is part of the reason why we connect with and affiliate with um, other Baptists, mm-hmm. but we also not just connecting with another denomination, but connecting with Baptists and Southern Baptists in particular, in part because not only do we have that um, <clears throat> kind of a solid history and togetherness, but we also have a lot of freedom, um, freedom to be right. autonomous. So right. the church, we can apply it as we see the Bible leading um, what we think, hey, this is how the Bible would have us do it, what God would have us to do through his word. Um, we want to follow that way. And so I think uh, I've often historically, um, I've seen Baptists historically um, have some good things and some bad things, some things they did well and some things they haven't done well, Mm -hmm. some things that were um, um, things that we, that were exemplary that we should emulate today and some things that we should reject. Um, So we, we see that throughout the history of Baptists and Southern Baptists in particular, um, and we want to continually be centered on Christ and standing on his word. And so we say that, uh, our two governing principles for all of our values at Piney Ridge Church is that Jesus Christ is supreme and that his word is foundational. Mm-hmm. Amen. And if we keep those in our focus, <clears throat> um, even if all Baptists and all Southern Baptists were to stray from God's word and to stray from Christ, then we would consider ourselves, well, we're not a part of you anymore, mm-hmm. but we are sticking with Jesus and his word. Amen. Um, so we are, um, we believe we have that good balance and not only that right, but that responsibility. Um, I've also said that <clears throat> we, and when someone asks me like, why are you a Baptist? I would say, well, because Baptists are usually, uh, five things. They are considered people of the book. They're people who preach the Bible, who, um, read and study the Bible, who believe the Bible. And that is their, their grounding. Mm-hmm. Um, number two. Um, they're evangelistic. They believe that people need to hear the gospel and that believers are called to share the gospel, to declare God's gospel truth about Jesus Christ. What you were doing early, beginning of this podcast, Steve, just talking about um, this is what Baptists believe, mm-hmm. and it's the gospel, and we mm-hmm. believe we should share it. Um, three, that um, Baptists are, um, well, they're baptizers mm-hmm. of believers, um, as we said earlier, not of children or uh, child, even children of believers. And then fourthly, uh, that Baptists are uh, believe in autonomy of the local church, and then fifthly, that uh, they do associate with and connect with and partner with others like-minded uh, in like-minded faith, so as to mm-hmm. cooperate for a greater advancement of His kingdom. Yeah. Um, so, for those reasons, um, 
I would say is why originally and why I am still um, keen to be a, a Baptist, a Southern Baptist. Um, yeah. Do you guys have anything yeah. to add to that? That was a good summary right Steve, there. Five point summary. I appreciate five it. No, points. I have nothing to add to that. Cool. Um, well, if you have other questions um, for us, we kind of talked about this um, because we had people in the past um, ask about it. Uh, and so we wanted to be clear about it. There was the question of why is Baptist not in our oh, yes. church name? Jason, why isn't Baptist in our church name? Well, to answer that, Steve? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I wasn't here when you planted the church. He's got uh, plausible deniability here. What's uh, in a name? What's in a name? Yeah, honestly, uh, it was never really... I think even when I was growing up, um, there were people who were fighting and arguing about, hey, we need to have Baptist in the name, or no, you did, you don't need to have it, or you even shouldn't have it in a name. Um, I don't ever see it as something God commands in his word. I don't see it as something that is... Does God command that churches have names? I don't think so, no. I don't see that anywhere. Hmm. But besides that, um, I think that... Um, I don't think it signifies... It can, I guess, for an individual, based on their conscience, that it signifies whether or not they are ashamed to be a, uh, a you know, associated with Baptists. But mm-hmm. um, I think maybe the biggest issue is what you were saying earlier, Nathan, that um, about between Baptist churches, there's such a variety um, that people don't really know what that means. Yeah. So that if you say, oh, we are Piney Ridge Baptist Church, for instance— then people would already have filled in their minds a meaning which may or may not be true, which we may not intend. And so before even coming into the doors of our church building or before connecting with any of our church people or hearing what we are about as a church, they would form an opinion that may be incorrect and unhelpful to them. Right. Yep. And so um, I just don't see the necessity of having that in our name. And uh, because at the end of the day, um, we are Christian before we are Baptist. Um, Baptist just helps to signify or clarify a little bit more what we mean by being a Christian um, who is committed to God's word. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. And then the bigger question is, why is Piney Ridge in the church name? Oh, yes. Steve, just go ahead and ask that, Steve. It's a good question. I will. I just didn't know if you wanted to talk about it. But there is one thing that distinguishes us from most Baptist churches. We have Steve Hopped at ours. Yes. Most? Have you you studied this? I have not studied it, but I I don't know if it's it's all. At least Southern Baptist churches. I would think probably all Baptist churches, yeah. Yeah, is that we are not congregational. So let's talk about that. What does that mean? Congregate. Can you spell that? C-O-N-G-R-E-G-A-T-I-O-N-A-L. Okay, right in to see if you if that was correct. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, we are um, what we like to say most often an elder-led church, not congregational. Um, that doesn't mean we don't have a congregation. Congregation just means a group of people who have gathered together. We have a congregation every Sunday morning when we gather together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have covenant membership at Piney Ridge Church. So we believe these people, even when they're not congregated together in one place, they are still held together by the bond of a covenant membership together. Um, in addition to their bond they have in Christ just naturally. Um, 
But we don't believe the Bible speaks uh, in terms that would lead us to um, be led by, directed by the congregation voting um, and each member having voting rights. Mm -hmm. um, but that um, more it should be more of a relational aspect of where we see that the elders are called pastor, elders, overseers, shepherds, all synonyms for the same thing that they are called to lead, to shepherd, to guide to feed, to protect the flock, the people in their care. Um, not with a kind of um, never domineering or lording it over them, but being servants of them mm -hmm. um, and yet having authority over them for their good, much like a husband and a wife. God has called the husband to be the leader in the home, um, not for his own selfish gain, but for the good of his wife and the good mm -hmm. of his family. And like that, have often likened it to, you know, having a conversation where if, um, you know, if Steve were to go home today and say, hey, guess what, Sandy, I bought a new sports car um, that uh, and she's all shocked and like, uh, what, why did you do that? And if he were to say, well, because I'm a man and I can, I'm the husband and I get to do that. Mm -hmm. He would be foolish and in sin um, for having such a view of um, being selfish. And so wait, wait, you're saying that's bad as a as, husband. That's bad. Don't do that. Uh, <sighs> I know he'll, you can take it back. Yeah. Well. Um, but, but rather, and it does in the other end, other side of that when, well, I guess then you didn't give your wife voting rights and say, all right, should we buy a sports car or not? Let's vote on it. Mm -hmm. Well, the Bible doesn't bring the kids in too. Right. Yeah. But the Bible doesn't speak that vote. way. And I don't think that's the healthiest way to look at it. Instead, if, if, if a husband says to his wife, I, I love her and I want to live for her good and I would die for her good and I will die daily for her good, for her good now and everlastingly so. And um, my life is happiest when I am blessing her and making her more holy into the image of Christ so that she has the fullness of joy. What, mm -hmm. what, what good wife would say, yeah, nah, I want voting rights. Yeah. Doesn't seem to make a whole lot of sense. Relationally, there should be a kind of trust and submission from the the covenant members, the people of the church, to their shepherds, but their shepherds should willingly live and die for their sheep. Yeah, and so we believe that's how the Bible speaks, and so um, that's where we mm -hmm. would differ from most Baptists and say we think being biblical in this sense means maybe parting from being quote unquote Baptist. Yeah, and uh, one thing, one other thing, I would add to that you. Yeah. I think you were getting there with your analogy with the sports car, but it, it would be unwise for the elders of the church to make decisions uh, and totally without any input from the congregation. And with disregard. Yeah, disregarding what they, uh, what they are thinking. What they, mm -hmm. And no, there's a lot of collective wisdom in this church mm -hmm. uh, that does not reside in the three of us. And so we would be foolish not to ask for input from our congregation, from our covenant members, yeah, um, on de on decisions that we're making, uh, especially major decisions that yeah. that affect the entire church, and and so and we so we do that. We are uh, we strive to be sensitive in that area uh, to not just all of a sudden surprise them with a sports car, right? Yeah, because it's important. We we believe that. Uh, we believe as Baptists, uh, again, another um, maybe marker of being a Baptist and 
maybe just being a Protestant, is the priesthood of the believer, meaning that every believer is, every true Christian is called to be a, um, a minister of some sorts, a servant of God, and they have the Spirit of God within them to mm-hmm. do that. And so um, that we believe that God wants to use the body as a whole into each individual part. Um, so when we ask, um, we will always um, uh, let people know that we are always open to hear from you if you have questions or concerns. And we mean that. We really do want to hear from our people because um, even though we're not asking for permission, we are asking for influence. We're asking for input. We're asking for counsel, mm-hmm. for wisdom. We need that um, that counsel from our our. Just like, a, as they're saying, just like a husband wouldn't need it from his wife. It would be foolish to reject it or disregard it offhand. Yeah. Um, if not outright sinful because he's selfish. And so mm-hmm. that's a good question, though, Steve. Thank yes. you. Yes. I have no other questions. Any other answers? Nope. Okay. Um, well, I was just going to say earlier that I um, we want you guys to be able to ask questions. If you have something you would think would be helpful to have clarified for you, Um you can email us. You can put it on our PRC Facebook community page. Um, here are some things we'd like to maybe have talked about. And if we get to it uh, in a um, uh, episode coming up soon, great. Uh, we have a lot of things we can talk about, so we might not get to it right away. You could mail a package with your question and some I don't know, chocolate bars. That might up um, the chances of getting talked about. Cookies. <clears throat> chocolate uh-huh. chip cookies. Chocolate chip cookies. Yeah, fresh, hot uh, there's a good chance we would get to your question right away. Quickly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but if you don't have them, presentation, then eh, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's all we have for this time. We're out. Adios. Thank you for listening. We have a new podcast each week, so be sure to subscribe on iTunes. For more information about Piney Ridge Church in Wentzville, Missouri, visit us online at pineyridgechurch.org. That's P-E-I-N-E, ridgechurch.org. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at Piney Ridge. That's all for today. We look forward to seeing you on Sunday morning.